Welcome to Enneagram Plus Yoga, a podcast for the body, heart, and mind. We have with us again today Lauren Richardson. Lauren Richardson is an Enneagram Type 4. She is a yoga teacher. She also teaches classes about the artist's way to people individually and collectively. I think you're really going to like who she is and her vibe. And if so, you may want to think about reaching out to her to learn from her as a coach or to take one of her Artist Way classes or even her yoga classes at Yoga Landing. We are continually impressed with Lauren every time we interview her. We have interviewed her three times. We did a podcast episode about life as an Enneagram 4 with her. We also did an episode about shame, so you can look back and check those out as well. But today we're going to talk about creativity for Enneagrams types 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9. So a big episode. We really think you're going to love it. And let's just jump into it. Thanks for listening. So okay. you're you're going to do three, I'm right? I'm going to do three. So, you know, three and one, we pretty much as well, which is funny. I, I didn't think I was going to say it, but I'm going to say it. Um, I called Christy not too long ago where I texted her and I said, Christy, I need you to listen to this episode on this podcast because I'm having a number crisis. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, that's and, and Christy had a like, like client's life family, whatever. And I was like, listen, I really, 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 really need you to listen to this because I'm having a number crisis. Because for a second there, I started thinking I might be a three. I have a friend who has number crises pretty oh regularly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, what? Is happening? I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I don't know whatever that is. Is three the hated number? I wonder. I no, mean, that's I, not. It wasn't a hated for number. For any three no, listeners, no, we're I not love it. it. Like, I think it does get a bad rap. It does sometimes. get a bad rap. Three is my second favorite number after seven. I love me a three. So here's the thing about the three. <laughs> so you love my husband second to yours. Right, <laughs> exactly. My husband's a three. Exactly. <laughs> And every time that Christy and I talk and we talk about, you know, of course, our personal life and she would tell me something um, her husband would say to and I was like, I totally get it. I totally get it. Yes. I totally get it. Like this is what I would do. So anyway, I deeply relate to three. I After some searching, self-searching, I don't think I'm a three, but I feel very connected. So here's the trouble for three, in my opinion, with creativity. Threes are not only so hardworking, they're so efficient in how they do life. Mm -hmm. Efficiency, I think, is complete opposite of self-expression, creativity. It's very tough to to be efficient and creative. Mm -hmm. Um, So for a three, I think, I think they need to lean into their four wing and like feel the feelings and it's their Achilles heel. It's what their, Mm -hmm. you know, the work is to, you know, feel the feelings, identify who they are, their, their inner self connect to that. And I think through doing that, you, you get more creative. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and I think sometimes the medicine doesn't taste really good. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think any three is listening like, Oh yeah, that sounds so good. Let me just go ahead and feel some feelings right now. No, but that's, I think, is the work, the pathway, Mm -hmm. because I think for a three and a five, in my opinion, it's the toughest, toughest road to get creative. 
That's some good insight on so, that. That's I think for all of us, mm-hmm. getting out of the thinking mind yeah. is where creativity lies. Like you said, when you're doing mm-hmm. yoga and you're in shavasana, and then all of a sudden there's that stuff coming up. You know, we think our minds are so, you know, power, and they are. Our minds are very powerful, but there also can be a really, you know, what they say, like a wonderful master, or terrible slave, whatever. But mm-hmm. our minds can attack us, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and really the deeper wisdom is is below that yeah. it's in our in our deep kind of subconscious yeah. um so yeah out of the thinking mind mm-hmm. into but it's kind of interesting because i think we're going to move into the four yeah. what does a four need yeah. to do and we're like well the four is always there right yeah well i think it's almost the antithesis of what a three needs to do which i think a four is typically very in touch with their feelings yeah um, but could also become too mired in that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I actually was thinking about it. And I'm like, for me to be creative, I actually have to invite more structure into my life. Oh, you need to move. That's your health <laughs> for right. four is a one. Mm-hmm. So more organized, organized, structured, yeah. intentional in terms of like, this is the pathway. Yes. Because it's easy for me to flow into spontaneity. Mm-hmm. It's much harder for me to have structure and routine but what I'm learning as a creative is that's the opposite side of the coin of freedom is structure yeah so I really have to embrace being a little more structured do you know I do my morning pages but and feel my feelings and get connected and all of that but then I also need to like get the heck out of my feelings Mm -hmm. and do stuff Mm -hmm. and 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 do stuff and 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 that for a four (laughs) Truly can is be hard. Do stuff. Mm-hmm. The actionable. Yeah. That's that's so the medicine. I mm-hmm. I would say for me as a four, I have to apply a little more rigidity to my mm-hmm. creativity because I'm already kind of in touch with the flowy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I can flow and be water all day, but yeah. like need some structure to yeah. that. So, you know, learning to have routine mm-hmm. and learning to complete a project yeah that's a big thing for fours is like we might have all these ideas but only have finished um I actually have recently started implementing timers into my life so setting a timer for however x amount of time 45 minutes of Mm -hmm. writing 30 minutes of writing um even Rick Rubin says in this book if you put 30 minutes towards your art every day something will happen like it's Mm -hmm. a big amount of time Mm -hmm. so Setting a timer helps me because otherwise I can get kind of caught in mm-hmm. my like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm just flowing mm-hmm. through the day, mm-hmm. feeling my feelings, <laughs> or I'm having a really low day mm-hmm. and I can't get up out of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's important for me to have that structure and, um, and then the timer helps me know this is what you're doing right now. Yeah. And maybe there's ADHD going in there. I yeah. think all of us probably are on the spectrum well, we there. Are. <laughs> we are. The scrolling. Yep. But at any rate, it's the timer helps me know this is what you're doing it actually shows you how much you can accomplish in a certain amount of time too yeah. so yeah. setting timers is great for anyone that's struggling to focus I think it's a little side side hack but I um, agree I agree it also shows you how easy it is to like waste 30 minutes it's a meditation mm-hmm. in itself if you set a timer mm-hmm. if I set a timer yeah. and I sit down to write it's incredible how many different times I'm like oh, I gotta get up and do oh I gotta go to bed yeah. oh I'm gonna yeah. go scroll Facebook oh, yeah. I'm get, yeah and I start yeah. to watch it's just like yeah. morning pages yeah. or you see all of this all of the squirrel the mm-hmm. squirrely things mm-hmm. that are yeah. coming up and out and you're like 
nope, I'm just here doing this right now. Yeah. Nope, I'm not going to get up and change the laundry. Nope, I'm not going to. Yep, yep. So for me, that's that's the tip, I think. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, and that's the wisdom of the Enneagram because the four goes to the one. So the four moves to structure mm-hmm. when they're finding that creativity. The healthy four. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. We need structure. Yeah. Yeah, we don't so like it, that. but we need it. Yeah, it's just like we don't like structure to carry. Just like others don't want to feel their feelings, we don't want to be confined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. we need to be. <laughs> and usually, what we don't want is what we need, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I don't want to. As we move to fives, I don't like want to say that all fives play video games or that that everybody who's created a video game is a five. But I do think a lot of fives that I've met, especially men love video games and I wouldn't be surprised if many people who created video games were five so that's a very creative process right so there's an example of like okay Mm -hmm. well fives have some creativity I do agree with Kat that creativity is harder for the average five Mm -hmm. and I think they really have to move out of the thinking brain Mm -hmm. not that the thinking can't serve them in the creativity like that's a part of it. Yeah. But they need the body and they need their feelings. I mean, yeah. they are the number that is knee deep in thinking and they've got to get into their body. So yeah. going out for a walk could help them to become like more creative and let those ideas flow, mm-hmm. moving into their feelings. And I, that's why I think yoga is like perfect for all of us, but especially for that five who needs to learn how to feel and to move yeah. and to be in their body. So I think that that could really open up the um, creativity and I, I think the five like any of us could be creative in all sorts of ways once they move into their body and their heart space so yeah, that's my that. word of wisdom for the five mm-hmm. also connection mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. that that they tend to be more um, of the withdrawing type mm-hmm. and they're going to be in their own home in the comfort of their own space reading a book mm-hmm. researching online but to get out into the world and to connect with other people, that's also going to open up creativity mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. And so, like, I would recommend, too, for a five, if they don't have a coach or a therapist or a spiritual director, um, to find somebody that they can connect with so mm-hmm. that they can move, have somebody to mentor them, mm-hmm. to move towards embodiment and mm-hmm. to move towards feeling more deeply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I love that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the sixes, what do they need? Um, sixes are interesting for me. They're the loyalist, I believe is what yeah. they're called. Mm-hmm. And sixes struggle to trust themselves is what I read. And, um, and actually believe my mother was a six. Um, they definitely like, they're like, they're kind of rule followers. And as a four, I sort of think of them as the brown nosers. <laughs> Sorry for all the sixes. I love you. But, um, yeah, just, I, I kind of think of, oh, you just, you know, but I think not unlike a five, a six is really in their head. Um, and for me, that sense of not trusting themselves or others, um, is something that's really going to block creativity. Mm -hmm. Um, and sixes, they also are, they're kind of an achieving number too. They like structure. They're productive. They're productive. They're like a three. Right. They're like productive. productive. They Mm -hmm. like rules, you know? And so I think again, not like, unlike a five, I think a a six needs to get into their bodies. Mm -hmm. I think yoga 
Med- I mean, honestly, almost for everything, it's just like meditation. Yoga. <laughs> yeah. yoga. yoga. I mean, yoga. I mean, yoga is such a vast topic, as both of you know. And within all the different systems of yoga, the answer is there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the answer to any question is yoga. But particularly, I think meditation with breath work might really help a six. Um, breath would also help a five, I think, mm-hmm. too. Um, because I feel like our breath is such a powerful vehicle into our bodies mm-hmm. out of that racy kind of chattery thinking mm-hmm. mind and how interesting um uh, this is back to the five but how interesting that a five creates video games and it's so realistic to life but then it's also like but they're very disconnected from your life so anyway but yeah yeah we're talking about sixes yeah. and sixes um for me i think the word of advice to as far as trust goes if I am not doing my yoga, that's the first thing that goes. So I'd say if anybody isn't feeling a sense of trust in the world, whether that's with themselves or with others, then getting into the body, getting connected. I mean, I also would add in getting into nature. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not always easy for everybody. Nature is something that um, not everyone is really connected to and can be kind of a scary yeah. thing. But starting to kind of get reconnected with that I think would help with six with creativity. I agree. I love that. I also think, you know, six is I think out of all the numbers struggle the most with anxiety. I would imagine it would yes. be very difficult to create anything if you feel super anxious. So I think creativity not only needs creativity in itself, it needs a space to be able to live in. Mm-hmm. So and for a lot of numbers, we don't even allow for the space. Forget the creative sex expression, but like the space for it to exist. Yeah. So for a six, I think you have to create feeling of calm and feeling safe within themselves first. Mm-hmm. So then creativity can just like come in to yeah. start with. Mm-hmm. So that, to Lauren's help, mm-hmm. point, breath really work relaxation techniques you know what helps you like keep an ease of your mind to settle physically settle and then i think it would you you would gravitate more towards feeling creative Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah and then also too again we can apply um you know achievement to creativity and like this article was talking about maybe again like interesting ways to structure your day or to do lists or mm-hmm. I mean there's a lot of creativity that I really hate that's yeah. tedious yeah like making websites yeah and doing those kind of things or social media posts when I think certain enneagrams are more drawn to that like yeah. a six might be more drawn to creating their social media account in a way that's really interesting yeah um so yeah, that's a that's yeah. a thought too because they that. yeah they like to achieve as well. I love that. All right, my favorite number seven. <laughs> what, can I, what can I say about the seven? So I think for <laughs> seven, um, the, the the recipe is very much what Lauren talked about the fours. Mm-hmm. So one thought uh, process in the enneagram is you know we have the uh, era of health and era of stress and. You know, I think before it was thought of that only in, 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 in your space in the number of health do you become healthier. And then if you're going to the right. number where it's the stress, that's bad, bad place. You don't ever want to go there. Well, now the thought is, um, and we've talked about it before, that you actually can access the positive 
along with the negative um, uh, attributes for both of your arrow numbers. Mm -hmm. So I do believe for a seven, even though, and I hope my husband's listening because like you're just trying to make me into yourself. But for a seven, the, the, the stress error is to one, but I think it would help them be creative because they can get scattered. They can get sort of unfocused. They can be all over the place to hone it in and to get it more contained, I actually think would be helpful for them to be creative. Yeah, it helps them implement all mm -hmm. the ideas. I think yeah. if they don't have that high side of the yeah. one energy, much like yeah. you need as a four, mm -hmm. if they don't have that, they can't execute. Right. And they have a million right. ideas to right. execute, but right. if they don't have some one energy, right. which again has to do with we need all nine energies, yeah. that that's, the pathway to wholeness and creativity and some people would even say like the circle represents all nine parts mm -hmm. of the divine mm -hmm. like not everybody who listens is religious and that's okay with yeah. us mm -hmm. but I would say that like there's all these energies that we're seeking yeah. to move towards the greatest version mm -hmm. of who we can be in wholeness mm -hmm. as you just that. said that's yeah. so beautiful yeah that's really beautiful. and then and then let's not forget their health which is a five and i think solitude is essential for a seven mm. the quiet the alone mm -hmm. because that's when the noise settles which i think there's a lot of noise in their head all the time and it settles again creating the environment for creativity just to come in before mm -hmm. it can blossom. So yeah. Yeah. just, you know, get alone for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. solitude. Uh, I think solitude is a recipe for most of us when it comes to actually creating real, I mean, if we're talking about real art, you know, if you're really mm -hmm. working on something, it is a solitary process. Mm -hmm. And learning to be with yourself is a big part of recovering creativity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love that. All right, our eight. So our challenger, our type eight. Um, I think that they can be very, very creative when they get in touch with their softness, that they don't have to cling to power and control and intensity when they get vulnerable and start to share their feelings when they move towards their era of health, the two, and they start to feel um, empathy and be more relational instead of like directive and this is how it's going to be. I think it's just that softening. Mm -hmm. I think eights really can flower creativity, creativity, creatively yes. <laughs> um, because they are powerhouses in the world. They are making decisions. They are often running companies. Um, and so they are making creative decisions every day. Um, but sometimes I think that they also need to learn to collaborate mm -hmm. in their creativity mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that it's like this no man is an island thing mm -hmm. that the eight kind of wants to be in control. Creativity is something we can do collectively as well. Yeah. And I think that's something that maybe an eight yeah. needs to hear is that like you don't have to do this alone. Like mm -hmm. you can do this with others and as you learn to soften and and share that creative process mm -hmm. i think in that company that they're running amazing things are going to happen when they think it's all in their shoulders yeah. and that they have to be the protector and that they have to hold it all that's a really dangerous place but when they can share that creativity and share the process yeah. um it's i think that's a good space for an eight what are y'all's mm -hmm. thoughts yeah i think you really nailed it with an eight 
Um, I, yeah. I think for the for the eight, letting go of control. Yeah. Because there's mm-hmm. certain amount of just let go, surrender that creativity requires. Yes. Good. And yeah. and yeah. that and that I think is essential for them, which is again the toughest part to do. Yeah. You know because that's their essence. You know I'm I'm in control, but to let it go so then creativity can come in, I think it would be very helpful for them. Step one, powerless. Yeah, yeah. Surrender, <laughs> surrender, surrender. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's harder than it's harder than it seems. Yeah. And then, what does that actually mean? You know. Yeah. But I think that's why yoga is so beautiful. The system of yoga really does give us actual way to surrender. I mean, yeah. even going through a yoga practice is a pressing the pause and acknowledging I'm not in control, and all the ideas I've had up until now aren't good enough, and I need to reset, yeah. and this is where I'm mm-hmm. going to do that. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. what I see with yoga. So yeah. eights probably need to get to yoga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we all do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so nines. Um, I actually was married to a nine also, so I know a nine Enneagram really well. Um, nines are... I think kind of the codependence of the Enneagram where they tend to really have this kind of um, tendency to merge with whoever's around them. Mm -hmm. They're the peacemakers. They just kind of, you know, and that can be a, that can be a really lovely characteristic to be around and it can actually be really um, detrimental or just kind of, it's not true. You know, so the the reality of a nine is that, um, the reality of all of us is that we have needs, but the nine is not as much in touch with their needs, um, or they kind of push them down in order to, like, make Mm -hmm. peace with everyone around them. And so if we're not in touch with ourselves, like, if we're out of touch with ourselves, I think then we're not going to be in touch with our creativity. So for me, I'm thinking about the nine, you know, actually for creativity and I uh, wrote this down for addiction recovery but I think working on codependency issues for a nine Mm -hmm. would be really helpful Um, and we kind of think of codependency as people pleasing but it's also just knowing who you are um, understanding what your wants and needs are having a sense of self-worth in the world um, you know being able to set healthy boundaries and those are things I think that a nine really really struggles with Um, so digging into those identity issues, really strongly kind of identifying with who they really are and knowing it's okay. But I actually think nines are pretty creative. Like I think they have the potential to really be creative. So it's not like they're always up in their heads like some of these other numbers. I think that they really need for creativity to be born out of them. They need confidence. They need to know that they have that their voice is valid. Yeah. I think nines tend to really not speak up because there is that sense of shame. Yeah. So I do think there's a lot of healing to do with maybe a nine who isn't expressing themselves yeah. um, with looking at codependency, looking at self-worth, um, you know, maybe getting some counseling. Um, and getting into community also I think is another really good mm-hmm. thing, learning how to get into community, express yourself, um, and really feel that sense of worthiness in yeah. the world. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like some personalities need to move more towards the we and other personalities towards the I. Yeah. And the nine needs to work towards individuation. Yeah. yeah. They need to find that strong I, that internal yeah. voice, and yeah. that will help their creativity. And I think like you said, they know how to slow down. They know and that's a that can lead to creativity. I think that's why they're naturally creative 
creative types is that they know how to um, slow down and, and feel at some level, but they also, if they find that strong voice, their creativity is going to manifest in some powerful ways. Yeah. Yes, I think nines have so much beauty to offer the world. They're very um, observant, I believe. Mm -hmm. Nines can be, because I think they keep so much internalized, mm -hmm. um, those types of people I tend to think notice more than you think. Mm -hmm. And so if they can tap into that, there's a lot to express there. But mm -hmm. it is that sense of feeling worthy to, to, to voice their mm -hmm. feelings, I think. Yeah. I think that's right. And they say that the talk style of the nine is epic storyteller. And I think that is because they're observant. Because, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, well, that's beautiful. A run through of all nine numbers with creativity. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's just a portion of the interview with Lauren. So we'll be back with more content next week. And I hope you'll listen to our meditative moment coming up now. So for our meditative moment, I just want to reiterate what we talked about on this podcast episode, and that is that all nine types are creative. As human beings, we're hardwired for creativity, and creativity is a type of intelligence. And so I want us all to nurture that intelligence within us and to not tell ourselves stories that we're not creative, but to buy into the fact that this is an intelligence that we have and that we need to exercise and utilize. So I wanted to just go through all of the nine numbers and talk about ways that they might be creative. And so some of this is something we already talked about in the podcast episode. So it's just kind of reinforcing what you've already learned very quickly. So for the, for the type one, they might plan a march for a cause that they believe in because they care so much about justice. For the type two, because they're so relational, they might give a really creative gift that's sentimental or they might make a collage of pictures for a friend. I know I've done that a million times to make um, some creative collages for loved ones. A type three, because they care a lot about image, they might be creative by designing a beautiful space in their home. Or I know my husband is a type three and he has an eye for picking out beautiful antiques and that's a way that he is creative. A type four might write a really creative poem and that's just one example. The type fours can exercise that creativity in a multitude of ways. The type five might create a cool video game like we talked about, or they might write a book about a niche topic because often they are connoisseurs of particular types of knowledge. And I could see a type five writing a book that's, you know, about a particular thing that they love. So the type six, because they care so deeply about community, they might create a support group, maybe a grief support group or a caregiver support group for the community to make sure that there's a place where people are cared for and where they belong. A type seven is all about creating fun. And so they might create an epic itinerary for a trip 
or maybe they create a new business. Type eights, I just think type eights are often leaders in the workplace who are exercising a lot of creativity uh, to implement ideas that help the workplace to thrive and grow. And they often end up rising to the top because of that, because people see that creativity in them and they're very driven to find those new ideas that work. And then nines, uh, you may know this, their talk style is epic storytellers. And so because they're such good storytellers, they might exercise their creativity by uh, just creating the story that they share in an article, a book, a song, or maybe even they go to a storytelling convention to share their stories. But those are some thoughts for each of the nine numbers on how they exercise and cultivate creativity. And just remind yourself that you are a creative human being and that that is a way that you thrive. We talk about body intelligence, emotional intelligence, and IQ, but creative intelligence is another piece of who we are that we need to nurture. And so just I hope you will come back to that and let's just find a breath in and a breath out. The creativity in me sees and honors the creativity in you. Namaste.